1: This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 36, living the minimalist lifestyle. Is it possible? By Jay Money of budgetsaresexy.com. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Finance Daily, the podcast that brings you the best content in personal finance 5 days a week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Dan Warren. Hi, everyone. I am Dan, and welcome back to Optimal Finance Daily. This is where I read to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the Internet. And today I have a post from Jay Money of BudgetsAreSexy.com. It's entitled, Living the Minimalist Lifestyle, Is It Possible? And this whole week is actually dedicated to the rising trend of minimalism. A few of our authors are self-defined minimalists like Joshua Becker, Leo Babauta, and obviously the minimalists, and uh, we thought it would be nice to showcase their lifestyle here on the show. But all of the posts do have a financial aspect to them, of course. And if you enjoy this minimalism series, make sure you also check out and subscribe to our brother podcast, which is Optimal Living Daily, and that show has a lot more posts about uh, this topic, minimalism. So let's get today's show on the road and start optimizing your life. Living the Minimalist Lifestyle, Is It Possible? by Jay Money of BudgetsAreSexy.com. I feel like I want to be a minimalist right now. I know it's a lot easier said than done, but in theory, it sounds awesome. Fewer things to worry about, less clutter in the house, less maintenance costs, less, less, less. I've been thinking about this for over a week now since the frugal bachelor started hitting on it. And then even more when he linked over to the 100 Things Challenge by the minimalist king himself, Leo at Zen Habits. And dang that really got me thinking. What the hell am I doing collecting all this stuff? Do I even use half of it? The answer is no. Before I get into it all, though, here's a great explanation of what minimalism is by E. Colo. Quote, When the term minimalism is used, it often refers to art that is stripped down, so it only includes the bare necessities. That same principle applies to the minimalist lifestyle. The idea is to declutter the area around you and to avoid accumulating more by simply not buying things you don't need, end quote "Yes, I like, I like." Now, anyone who knows me in real life would probably tell you that I represent the opposite of minimalism. I have frames and art all over my walls, drawers stuffed with trinkets, collections of things I can't give up, boxes of eighth-grade notes, etc., etc. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if people mistake our place for an antique store, or at least a thrift store. So yeah, this would definitely be a challenge for me. But like I said, in theory, I'm all about it. Minimalist lifestyle equals fewer things on mind. As I get older, I'm realizing that the more stuff I have, the more stuff I have to worry about. I really hate that. I could honestly say that I love 75% of the items I own, but I'm starting to wonder if it's worth the mental price tag. I mean, how could I appreciate what I really own when I'm in front of the TV or laptop all the time anyway? I don't know. The other side of me asks me what the hell I'm talking about. I love all the artwork and pictures watching over us as we roam the halls. They scream life, happiness, creativity. So what's bad about that? Nothing, I don't think, as long as I keep and appreciate those belongings and instead rid myself of the other junk lying around. I guess that's the first step here. Dividing your stuff up into things you absolutely enjoy and then all others under it. No real gray areas. Either you love it or it's so-so and it's taking up space. There's probably a third category of things you need, like tools and such too, but not sure where that fits in with this lifestyle. Minimalist lifestyle equals less clutter. If the brain power wasn't enough, the physical part is. Every day we go through our front door, see a thousand plus things instantly, and then brush most of it away to concentrate on the items needed that very second. And that's just the first level. If you have two more, like we do, The same thing occurs every time you walk through. It's not the end of the world, but I bet your brain would feel a lot better seeing less stuff around the house, or I guess less unnecessary stuff, as we have already determined, or at least I did with the art everywhere. If those aren't important to you, they go right into your so-so bin. And guess what? The fewer things you own, the less maintenance and upkeep you have to shell out money on. No more fixing unimportant to you gadgets, toys, collections, etc. I'm telling you, if you could pull it off, I bet you'd be a lot happier. And having less clutter around the house is just the first half of it all. If you can clean things out and stick to it, the desire to buy more and more stuff would diminish along with it. After all, if you keep buying things, they'll go right back on the shelves and drawers that you just worked so hard to freshen up, right? That means less money going out the door and a fatter savings account, or at least a house full of must-haves if you subscribe to the buy something, throw something else out rule. Buy something, throw something out. If you and I can pull this whole minimalist lifestyle off, I think this is a rule that would help us stay on track. Say, for example, you do get all your belongings down to 500 or whatever number you choose, and you want to pick up a new such and such. You have to then ask yourself, will I enjoy or need this item more than any other of my 500 things? If that answer is yes, then go for it, and then sell or donate the item you want to replace it with. Simple, if you're Mr. or Mrs. Perfect, of course, So what do you take from all of this? Well, it all depends on how happy or not you are with your lifestyle. For me, I could use the decluttering. I don't think I could get my life down to only 100 items, but I could certainly cut it in half. Perhaps a 1,000 items challenge? I don't know. I just find this whole minimalism stuff incredibly inspiring. You just listened to the post titled Living the Minimalist Lifestyle. Is it possible by J Money of BudgetsRSexy.com.
0: Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear, upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there
1: And if you have any comments about the post or the author, come share them with us at oldpodcast.com. You can also share your thoughts about uh, whether you like this idea that we're going with this week of a full week on a specific topic, in this case, minimalism. This is the first post of a uh, five-day series, and let us know what you think about that idea at oldpodcast.com. And while you're there why not join our weekly newsletter? You'll get multiple Excel spreadsheets that are specifically designed to optimize your life. One helps you track your income and expenses, and another plans out how soon you can retire. So you can get those for free. They've been created for you by Justin over at uh, Optimal Living Daily. Plus, you'll be entered to win a minimalism book each and every month. So again, to get the newsletter and uh, become part of our Optimal Finance Daily Family. You can join at OLDpodcast.com or simply text the word financial to the number 44222. And that's it for episode 36. Tomorrow, our Minimalism Week continues. I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance